Hi, my name is Frankie. Thank you for listening to my mom. I never listen. Rochelle Turner, the head coach at Murray State. We are so pleased that you're able to join us on Nothing But Net. The Valley is unbelievable this year. How's it going, coach? It's been pretty rough last couple of weeks for us. You know, we come off uh, a huge win against Belmont, back it up with a really outstanding performance against Bradley. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe we're starting to get this. Maybe we're starting to understand the depth of this league and the talent of this league. And then, you know, we just took uh, our fourth loss in a row yesterday. But, you know, credit to these teams, these coaches. I've said it all along, the depth of talent, the coaching in this league, uh, just the ability to be so physical and so athletic and, and so big. It, it's crazy. But uh, being the first time going through this league, we're kind of trying getting a glimpse of these teams. And uh, our team really wasn't built for that. Obviously, we didn't know. Uh, the league change was coming, so uh, we're having to overcome some things, but uh, it, it's, it's no fault of our kids. You know, our kids are playing hard. They're turning the ball over way too much, so I guess I could blame them for that. But uh, their coach definitely has to get better. I mean, look at the pedigree of the coaches that I'm going up against in this league, and, and I realize that I've got to get better as well. But uh, uh, there's no give up in this team. There's no uh, – you know, I'm, I'm not built that way, so – we're just right. going to go back to work today and uh, and get ready for what's next and understand that sometimes starting in a new league is sometimes almost like starting over, uh, unfortunately. So, but uh, we're going to do everything we can to uh, to make our university proud. Well, you know, you mentioned so many things there, and and I've been a huge fan of the league for a long time. I know how good the coaching is, but you also come with a very decorated resume. Now I understand the level of play is a little bit different and that maybe your team wasn't built for it, but there are things that your team is really good at and you present challenges that uh, other teams haven't had to deal with, like the size of Caitlin Young and the skill set that she brings inside and some of the other things that you have that are, that are not deficits, that are just really interesting pieces that are hard to scout and build around or build against, right? So tell a little bit more about what you really like about your team. And then we're going to talk about turnovers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the one thing I, I like about our team is, is that they fit, the pieces do fit well together. Uh, I do think that we're a little small and we're not as athletic as we need to be. But again, that's not on those kids. They, they are who they are. We're getting the best out of them. Uh, you know, they understand where our bread's buttered, so to speak, and they do a good job of finding Caitlin, but Caitlin also does a really good job of finding them as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I think a situation where if you look at our losses, except for the Missouri State game where they just punched us in the mouth and we had no answer for them. I'm, I'm pretty much the type that's just going to say it like it is, and, and that's just what they did. But the other games were two or three possession games in which if we'd have made a big shot or we'd have got a big stop, Maybe we're right there. So we're not that far away from where we need to be. But uh, but I do like the cohesiveness of our team. And I do feel like that if we can put it together on any given night and any given stretch, that we can beat anybody in this league. But unfortunately, our margin of error is so small 
that if we don't do the things that we have to do to win, we're not going to win. My friend, Lynn Dunn, who needs no explanation, is, I'm sure your friend, because Lynn is friends with everybody in college basketball, and, and she's such a brilliant mind, and she's such an incredible go-to. There's not a game that I am not calling right now on the women's side where at the end of the game, I'm not thinking about Lynn. And sure enough, I'll get a text from her because situations matter so much inside our game. We talk about wanting parity and we get parity and then being able to execute and manage the end of the game is so critical. You've had a lot of experience doing this. You've won at a high level for a long time. Uh, when you look at what you're just talking about, you know, end of game situations, things like that, that happen that you have to try to prepare your team for. What are some of the things that you're doing every day to make sure your team might be ready? Yeah, we do end of game situations. You know, we go over our slobs and we put certain amounts of time on the floor. This is what we have to have. We have to execute this or have to execute a stop and in this certain situation. So I do feel like that we are prepared for those. Our problem is, is the things that lead up to those last two or three minutes. Again, it, the, the four losses, our turnover total has been astronomical. And again, we are not good enough to not get 20 possessions because we turn the ball over. We got to get those 20 shots. Right. We don't shoot it at a high enough rate and we don't get enough shots off. And it's because we're too busy turning the ball over. So, uh, you know, analytics are one thing and I, right. and I, and I love them and I believe in them. But the bottom line is, is more than likely the team that gets the most opportunities to put the ball in the basket is statistically going to beat you because those numbers are going to add up and they're going to end up being something that takes them over the top, especially in close games. But I feel like that we've had opportunities to make big plays at the end of the games and we just haven't made them. And I'm a big believer that peak performers got to step up and be peak performers every single game. And right now we are lacking in a significant number of people that are being consistent each game. I mean, other, other than Caitlin, she's going out, she's doing her thing every single night, but we've got to build more consistency around her. Okay. Not just your team, but just women's basketball in general. Okay. It's because I, I, I feel like, you know, you and I connected because we both love the game so much and I know what, how much film you watch and I know how much you break down the game and, I'm always interested in, in your perspective because we have mutual friends and, and you come with such high praise from the, your peers. So when you're, when you're looking at turnovers, I had a coach one time say, I can't get my kids to quit turning the ball over. They keep turning it over, turn it over. And I'm like, well, what are you doing? Well, I'm punishing them when they turn it over. I said, well, why don't you reward them for a number that requires punishment for yourself because everybody loves to see the coach have some self-inflicted punishment, right? So the, the end of the story was if they didn't turn the ball over 12 times for every turnover under 12, the coach was going to run sprints in front of the team and no coaches can't like, I call it sprinting when I'm out there working out, but we know it's not sprinting, right? It's, it's our sprint, but it's not their sprint. But still, when you look at, you know, what you can do from a positive versus a negative, and it's what you allow, but it's also what you emphasize. And I'm sure you're emphasizing, quit turning the ball over. What can you do to get that break in their minds to like get them to just stop making that pass? You've made that same mistake five times. Well, you know, I, I would, I'd be willing to do about anything right now if, if we'd stop turning the ball over. So sprint, um, 
cut my hair, whatever, you know, whatever <laughs> it would take. Uh, so that's, that's a great idea. But, you know, I, I think that it's just a sense of urgency that we're lacking and a sense of understanding that those same passes are not working because of the athleticism in this league. And I just think that we are still trying to make the adjustment and we're not doing a good job of it yet mm -hmm. because there is a significant difference in the type of athletes that we're going up against. And I'm going to be honest with you. I can't simulate that in practice either. I mean, we have male practice players that aren't as athletic or as big as the, as the kids in this league. So uh, there are no excuses. I mean, taking care of the basketball is taking care of the basketball. Like I said, to start this off and, if my kids watch this, I want them to know when they know this, I've got to be a better coach. I've got to be have them more prepared in the understanding of the physicality and the things that it takes for us to be successful in this league. So I've got as much work to do as they do. I mean, I'm at the office 745 this morning, and all I'm thinking about is what can I do to help them be better? And I think that that's what it's got to be about. But Hey, you gave them an idea. I'll probably be running sprints next week. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Get some video of that, Coach, if that happens, because your kids will be locked in trying to see you suffer. Every yeah, player it, wants to see their coach suffer just a little. Absolutely. It will be in slow motion, not the video, just the running. I can <laughs> promise you that. Okay, so um, I have learned that you have an incredible personality. You're fun, right? And I know that, you know, like when I go to the Final Four, I'm going to be looking for you because I might want to hang out with you for a little bit, right? So if I go to the Final Four in Dallas and I run into you, what's something that you and I are going to do together? Well, you know, I don't know. Probably talk basketball. I would say that's that's the number one thing that that I like to do. But uh, I, do, I do like – I come across, if you just know me as a coach, people are like, man, she's mean, you know, she's intense. Uh, I don't know that I'd want to run into her in a dark alley. But the truth be told that uh, – pretty soft, uh, care a lot about my kids, relationships matter to me, uh, uh, very loyal to the people that uh, that mean a lot to me. And so I don't know that I'm that much fun, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I, I sometimes can be witty and crack a joke, but uh, probably not somebody you're going to go on, gonna out on the town with. Uh, uh, I, you know, I don't do a whole lot of uh, extracurricular activities or go out a whole lot. If I'm not with my family, watching my uh, children's performances or sports activities, I'm pretty much with this team. Well, uh, I've been known to get in a little bit of trouble. So if you don't want trouble, you may want to stay away from me at the Final I, Four. I'm all for it. And the way things are going right now, I might be right there with you. So, uh, <laughs> got, you know, sometimes you got to laugh to keep from crying. You've had such a, an interesting first year and I, i'm sure you're in, in your mind documenting and keeping track of you know some of the things that you've learned how it's going to affect what you do next i'm curious about the portal for you and and how you might look at that and view that because you got a lot to offer at murray state what are a couple of the top things that if i was a kid thinking about transferring what why would i want to come play for you and play at murray state well, I think the number one thing, and I found this more often than not in girls, is that they they want to be loved. They they want to play for someone that they know has their back. They want to play for someone that they can trust and that they know that that's going to have their best interest at heart. And in recruiting, I tell the player and the parents one thing. I'm not going to promise you anything other than the fact that I'm going to take care of your daughter and I'm going to love her like she's my own. 
So if they're looking for that, they're going to find that here because that's the most important part to me. The wins and losses are things that people are going to talk about and people are going to judge you on and those type of things. But the only thing that matters to me is that every kid that plays under me leaves with the understanding and knows at any given time, if they need me, I'm there for them. And they're never going to be valued by their averages or what they've done the previous night. I'm going to love them the same because I believe that's what God puts us here to do and that that's our job uh, first and foremost. So I would, I would, I would preach that, but our facilities are amazing. The support here is amazing. And the opportunity to come in and be the best player that you can be in our system is what's going to happen because our system is going to be a, built around the strengths of that player. I'm not going to ask them to do things that they're not capable of doing. I'm going to put them in the position to be the best that they can be. And that's just, you know, two things that, that I would teach, try to emphasize with them is to why come play for me and to why come play for our staff. And then everything else would take care of itself. The Missouri Valley tournament is like a month away and the Valley office, we're gearing towards it. We got this great ticket drive going on. Um, I don't know how far you are to the quad cities from where you guys are, but can you guys bring, you know, like, can you guys help with the ticket drive? Can you send some kids to go to the tournament that live in the quad cities? What can you guys do with your fan base to get them galvanized around going to a different experience? It's a pretty good haul from, from uh, I think when we, when Macy, Caitlin and I came uh, for media day and that was driving in a car with me driving, not giving any speed uh, records away or anything, but uh, uh, it was at least seven hours uh, for okay. us to get there. So we'll, we'll pull as many as we can. I was looking into that, uh, your, your, your drive as well. And, you know, I want to personally look into how I could help get some kids from the Quad Cities. We really enjoyed going to that school. We really enjoyed reading to those children and to know if that classroom would have the opportunity to come to games and things like that. So it's actually something I would like to talk to you about because I don't know NCAA rules wise and all that stuff, how that works, but I would personally like to look into helping with that. We'll get as many fans there as we can, but it's, it's really not close for our fans, especially if we're playing during the week. But we, we do have a lot of people that care about these young women on our team. And so we'll get as many people there as possible. I know you come at everything from a servant's heart and that's a great quality of a leader. Uh, I think, you know, the way your teams play, they play to make the game easier for their teammates. And I think that's such an important quality. They might turn it over a little too much, yes. But I think, you know, if they, if they do listen to this and they do hear how much you care about them, Maybe they'll stop turning the ball over so much. Well, maybe that's what we need to talk about. We need to talk about uh, if you love me, you won't turn it over. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, I mean, we, uh, we've we got some things that we've got to fix, but it's never over till it's over. And although we haven't put ourselves in a position to win a regular season uh, championship, obviously, if you're playing your best basketball come uh, tournament time, anything can happen. So that's our goal, just to get 1% one, uh, 1 better each day. I got to make sure my kids understand that I believe in them and I'm never giving up on them and I'll take a bullet for them as long as they go out and they, they represent themselves on and off the court in the best way possible. That's really all we ever ask, right? Just Amen. work hard, go to class and be a good citizen. And if you're doing those things, you're going to have success on the court. Coach, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome on this podcast anytime you want. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for all you do. Thank you.